Hey everybody, welcome to The Blacklist. This show is all about how the elite rose to power. And today we have Danny Sinkson. Danny, please give us a 60 second introduction about who you are and kind of what you do and then we'll take it from there. Awesome, Ulysses. Uh, I'm Danny Sinkson. Um, I uh, run and operate, uh, founder and CEO of Extreme One Financial. We're headquartered out of the San Francisco Bay Area. And yeah. essentially we do one thing really, really well and I believe that we're the best in the world at doing it and that's um, helping people eliminate risk, fees, and taxes when it comes to how they save money, park money, grow for the future, retirement, et cetera. So all different kinds of applications, but um, um, that's, that's what we do. And talk about like your transition from, you know, the police force to now this, because you made yeah. the transition and honestly, Crazy. I think it was a good decision. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to be uh, in law enforcement. I wanted to be a cop all my life. So I grew up as a little boy um, wearing the police costumes and, you know, all these things. I was just dreaming about it because I wanted to serve other people. Um, and I thought that that was the career path that I was going to, you know, uh, dive into. And I did. So I yeah. got, uh, I got started right when I was 20, 20 and a half years old. Uh, I was one of the youngest uh, officers that was, uh, hired into the department and, um, loved it. It was my dream career. And then about maybe 12, 15 years into my career, it just became a long ass job. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I met the world of politics and, you know, just all the crazy internal uh, things that no one ever talks about. And then I started to realize that the men and women that were, quote unquote, retiring from my industry, yeah. they weren't much further ahead you know, than I was financially, even in my early 20s. And I said, man, if that's going to be me, no thank you. you know? And <laughs> yep, I thought yep. to myself, man, I don't want to end up like that. So if I don't want to end up like that, I'm going to do something about it. And so I transitioned. I always wanted to learn more about money. As, as we all know, that most people don't, uh, we don't learn money in school. Right. Um, and I always wanted to figure out what were the top one percenters doing? What were their, what was their knowledge um, that I don't know? So I became obsessed with personal finance, you know, how not to pay taxes. And yep. I'm a cheap Asian guy, man. I, I, I want to <laughs> keep the most amount of money in my pocket, right? Versus yeah. give it away to Uncle Sam um, if need be. So it, it was a beautiful transition. And I got a whole bunch of crap leaving the department. I bet. People thought, are you kidding me? Because that's not a career path that you actually leave. Right. You know, people get a pension, they're lifers, right? 20 plus years, 30 years. And I thought, man, I, I really believe that I was worth more than my paycheck. Yeah, yeah. And the rest was history. So how are you yeah. different from other people in your, same in your same field and industry? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because our mantra, like I mentioned, is uh, ERFT. That's an acronym that stands for Eliminating Risk, Fees, and Taxes. Yeah. If you think about in the finance world, every your typical advisor or financial guy is doing the opposite, right? They're trying to add risk, right. fees, and taxes. <laughs> and so the, the, one, of the, one of the funny thing is, is that there's a ton of people doing what I do in my industry, but we're kind of like the ninja assassins, right, in, in what we do. We're like the Beverly Hills surgeons amongst all the other doctors in yep. what we do, right? So when, when we're specializing in one thing, um, it really, really stands out because we are able to help people really see clarity on the finish line. And then we can, we can kind of reverse engineer backwards exactly what the outcome, you know, they want to achieve. And essentially it's keeping more money in their pockets versus giving it away. Yeah. So now what kind of transformation do you see with your clients? Where do they start off yep. and then kind of where do they end off when they're working with yeah, you? Yeah. So most clients, to be honest, they don't know, um, they don't have any clarity on anything, right? They just know that they could position themselves better um, they could get their finances in order better. They, people are 
kind of voyeuristic. Is that the, is that the right word? Um, they're kind of voyeurs when it comes to different strategies and plans. And people go on Google, they search things, and I'll yep. take you on a wild goose chase. Uh, people dive into the wormhole of, okay, let me uh, let me look at this article and let me listen to this guy. And people take financial advice from people that aren't qualified to actually give it. Right, right. Which is crazy, right? So, You know I, why? It's because they don't know better. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. I started getting really, really passionate because I'm kind of like the, the cop in the financial world. I hate people. I hate seeing people get screwed over. Yeah. Um, and when you don't know the things that, you know, we teach people, it can actually hurt you, you know? So when it comes to money, finance, um, you know, most people's outcome, uh, they're really, really happy about having the peace of mind, right? Knowing that they can actually grow their hard-earned income tax-free. Uh, that's a big, that's a big kind of buzzword these days, it right? Is, it you know, is, because we're not paying any less taxes as we're getting older, right? As right. time goes on. Um, but most people realize, okay, wow, this guy's not just saying, Hey, let me just get your stuff. Tell me your, you know, your scenario. Let me do it for you. I'm going to empower you with knowledge. So long after you leave one of my offices, you're going to be making way better decisions moving forward forever. Right. And so anytime you think about money, how can I navigate through these pitfalls? How can I keep more money for myself, for my employees, for my business? Um, and how can I do all this tax free? Um, they're going to think of me because no one in their lifetime, any advisor or confidant that they, you know, relate to for finance. Yeah. They've never talked that, about that language. Right. And most people, just because they have a title, they think they have that person has the moral authority to actually give them sure. advice. Sure. And it's just not true. So, for example, it's like you asking your primary doctor, hey, you know what? I have some, um, you know, I'm going to get this uh I'm in this huge accident. I'm just using like this gross analogy and you need some facial reconstruction or something like that. Right. You're not going to have your primary doctor, you know, do the work. You're going to go to a specialist. Yep. Right. And a lot of people say, well, since you have the title of doctor, it's like, let's say you're getting your teeth cleaned and you're like, Hey, you know what? Since you're a doctor, you're a dentist. Um, (laughs) I got some like chest pain. Can you check me out, doc? Yeah. Wrong doctor. Exactly. So that's good. And specifically yeah. for business people, how do yeah. you help them kind of retain more of their income? Because a lot of business people, they want to eliminate taxes as much as possible. Absolutely. Um, and they want to retain more of their income. And one of the best ways to, you know, generate, not generate, but, you know, have more of their wealth is by not giving it away, Absolutely. Right? especially to the government. So, Absolutely. you know, talk, talk me through that. Yeah. So what we do is we utilize very specific strategies and instruments, right? Primarily insurance instruments, not because we care about the insurance, but we care about how those instruments are governed based on the tax codes that actually govern those instruments, right? Yeah. Um, and these aren't new th- concepts. For business owners specifically, everything is driven by bottom line, right? What, what, what's my take home? Yep. Um, when it comes to business owners, um, a big part of building a business is, is you, at least in the very beginning, right? So a lot of people don't realize, okay, well, I can't afford – to not know these things, right? If I'm already struggling looking at my spreadsheets and looking at, you know, my bottom line, how do I become more efficient, right? Yeah. How can I actually leverage? A key thing for business owners um, is about leverage. Where can I actually grab money? Like take, for example, if you have, let's say, a couple hundred grand sitting somewhere like in an investment, right? Yeah. Um, or even in your bank account. If you take any portion of that money out, then the remaining balance is is basically diminished. So you have less compounding and growing for you, right? Yeah. 
I teach business owners how to leverage where they can actually borrow, right, essentially their money from their cash value account in these instruments. And say, for example, you have $100,000 sitting in your cash value account yep. and you want to use, let's say, 50000 because you need it, like yesterday. You don't <laughs> need to qualify for it. There's no penalties to touch it. There's no age restrictions, limitations. And when you take it out, 50000 let's say you want to, I don't know, purchase another investment or do whatever you want to do with it. Right. Guess what? The remaining 100000 is still going to be sitting in your account, growing and compounding as if you never took the 50000 out. Exactly. And that's oh. what most people don't get. And exactly. they don't understand that. Usually when people kind of have, you know, life insurance policy of some sort, yeah. um, they, you know, from my perspective, most people get it because of death benefit, right? Somebody yep. ends up passing away and they yep. don't want to pay out of pocket to, yep. you know, pay for their for their death and graveyard and funeral and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you show people how to utilize while they're living, which yeah. is completely different. Yeah. Talk, walk us through that. Yeah. So there's, there's a thing called living benefits. So I'm not the guy that people go to to say, Hey, what kind of coverage can you give me? Right. right. Like, that's not the conversation I'm having with them. I'm talking about, I'm talking to, especially business owners. Um, for example, I always ask business owners, I say, Hey, look, you know what, what happens if you can't do work tomorrow or go to your business and perform tomorrow, what happens to your mode of income? Yep. And that's, um, that's a really, that's a very kind of a, a dose of reality that most business owners, they, they, they thought about it, but they've never really figured out well, what's the solution. Yeah. Right. So instead of um, like, instead of diving into our own assets, right, diving into our own resources, di uh, diminishing our own, you know, hard earned income that we've worked so hard to compile instead of using that, use what we call a living benefit. So therefore, basically, you're able to convert your death benefit into what they say, what they call a living benefit, right? right. So you can use it while you're alive, right? So these days, Ulysses, um, the death benefit of these kinds of instruments are maybe second, third, fourth, maybe even fifth as far as reasons why they have it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody cares. If you die, you die, right? Yeah. So, but what about if you don't die? And you don't have a plan because you now physically cannot perform and do your business and work. Yep. What happens? Forget about retirement. Forget about your, your kid's college because you're, you're now going to be dwindling assets, you know, um, taking maybe home equity out of your home or whatever. Because you, you have no active income anymore because you're not exactly. you're unable to work. Exactly. And a lot, of, a lot of people don't know that these living benefits aren't things that you have to actually pay extra for. Yeah. So they're very pleasantly surprised when they realize that they have – a new bucket of resources over their head that they can tap into. And if they don't use it, they don't lose it either. Right. Right. So, Dude, that is powerful. Give us an example yeah. um, of someone that has utilized this and, you know, just crushing it. Yeah. Absolutely. If you have one off the top of your head. Yeah. You know, I do. Um, I have a, um, <laughs> I have this, um, a good friend of mine. He was a former real estate mentor of mine um, in real estate investments. He's killing, he's making millions of dollars a year. Um, and started to realize, you know what? I want to figure out how to utilize a different asset class. He's doing flips. He's got about maybe six or seven flips, flip projects at any given time. Yeah. And then he's using his, um, his plan that we designed really as like kind of his own bank. Right. Yep. So he's putting about a quarter million dollars a year into the sucker. And whenever he sees an opportunity, boom, he can access that cash. He can choose whether or not to pay himself back or not, and he loves that. You know, he's a um, really, really smart dude Yeah, and realizes if you can't seize opportunities because you lack funding, you're dead in the water. Right. Right? So, 
you talked about something that is imp- like super super crucial that I don't think many people know about. Yeah. And you said he uses it as if it's it's like as if it's it's as if it's his own bank. His own bank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So walk us through for people that probably don't know. Sure. You can kind of you know what would you what would happen if you did it as a family, right? Sure. How would you do that? You know the um, I'm sure you, I'm sure you've heard like many people have. Uh, these are concepts, right? You know, BYOB, it's not bring your own beer. It's, you know, be your own <laughs> bank, right? Banking yeah. on yourself. They, um, you've probably even heard like infinite banking concepts, yep, right? Yep. Um, and so the whole thing, it, 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 it is a concept. However, it's all premised based on whether or not, you know, the actual plan or strategy was designed properly. Right. Because a lot of people say, well, you know what? Um, fine, give it to me. And cool, this is uh, kind of a, uh, bank on yourself concept, great. If it's not designed right, it's not like something you pull off the shelf. The yeah. product itself or the, the the instrument itself doesn't work on itself. Sure. It has to be designed by someone who actually knows what they're doing. They have to understand the intentions of the individual, right? Yep. Yep. How far out? You know, my my um, you know, what I what I tell most um everyone that that I work with, my job is to design this properly for you. Your job is to fund this properly. Yes. So. When we are both on the same page, it's a match made in heaven. Now, let me ask you this, because this is from what I've heard. Sure. If you design it properly, um, the agent themselves or the person designing it actually doesn't get as big of a commission. Correct. Correct. And this is one of the biggest, I want to say about 95, maybe even higher, 95% of all uh, all these policies and cases that are designed, um, they're not designed in the absolute best interest of the client. 100%. There's reasons why people do that. And it's not malicious for the most part. I think that most, I think agents and reps, they just do it because it's what the software allows them to do. And they're not having those really in-depth conversations. But you're right. It, you know, lesser death benefit, lesser, you know, commission paid out to the agent. Yeah. Um, I'd rather lose business than lose your trust. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if I'm not performing or doing my job to what your intentions are how can you check me 100 percent, yeah you can't even verify if i did it right so i have to sleep at night knowing yeah. that i did the right thing for you yeah yeah so tell us this if if somebody wanted to get in contact with you because obviously you know let's say they have an, a policy or they're yep. thinking about it right and yep. obviously i trust you um how can they get in contact with you are you open to you know providing audits and kind of reviewing stuff um tell me about that absolutely so um you can easily find me um we have a website. It's called Extreme One Financial, um, without the E in front. X T R E M E yep. number one Financial dot com, um, and then you can also find me on Instagram, social media uh, at Danny Sinkson one, the number one, and then Facebook um, as well, just Danny Sinkson. Cool. Yep. Well, I appreciate you being on the show, dude. Absolutely, brother. Thanks for Thank having you. me.